did Ray confirm Biden is under investigation? Could be. Climate scientists told to lie, no surprise there, and the military is moving the goalposts, and not in a good way. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Hello there. Happy Thursday. Yeah, kind of a blue day. Welcome to Thursday, and uh, we got all that more coming up. Let's jump right into the way we usually open the show, and that's with our Miko update. Miko is our little Shiba Inu baby, who's not so much of a baby anymore, and she's enjoying her dinosaur and her fluffy bed. <laughs> she's doing well, had a couple of great walks today, and uh, been fighting with her dinosaur. There she is, king of the hill, uh, or queen of the hill, as the case may be. But, uh, yeah, she's she's doing really good and loving to shake and fight with the dinosaur who's been repaired to no end. This dinosaur has more stitches in it than I don't know what. There she, She's giving it one of those head shakes. Uh, the camera doesn't snap fast enough to actually catch it, but you can tell what a mess she's making. Anyway, she's doing great, having a ball, enjoying life in general, and eating her food finally. Thank goodness. Today, first time, no hand feeding. Our Miko update brought to you by BarkBox. BarkBox.com slash Miko, M-I-K-O. That's the link that'll get you a free month. It's a monthly subscription service that gets delivered right to your door. A box full of goodies for your dog. Your dog will love it. 100% happiness guarantee from BarkBox. And every month you'll get a box with two toys, two bags of all-natural treats, and an all-natural dog chew. That's from BarkBox.com. Also, in our show notes, you'll find that link. But below it, there's another special offer. Limited time. If you prefer, go to that link and you'll get a free dog bed when you sign up for BarkBox.com. Check it out. BarkBox.com is the place to go for a great deal for you and your dog, of course. All right. Thank you, BarkBox, for sponsoring the Miko Update. You know, we like to do stories when uh, the, the the story is we're winning because we are winning. It's a slow process, but we're winning. And I found this from Jim Ferguson today over on Twitter. Let's take a quick look. People rose up peacefully in the UK and forced out illegal migrants from a local hotel in Wales. And the police left. The battle was won by the people. Now, Jim writes, let's repeat that across the UK. <laughs> yes, indeed, let's. Let's repeat that. And General Mike Flynn, whom I love to death, he posted this, and it's very true. It's just words on a page, the link. Uh, I think I put it in the show notes. But he writes, I'm a realist. This is no longer about staying in your lanes. All Americans have to step out of their comfort zones, come to grips with what's happening, and push back. The best way to push back is getting involved, standing your ground for what you believe in. Yes, indeed. Fantastic words. From the amazing General Mike Flynn. All right. Okay, so let's take a look at the stuff we're going to talk about tonight. And that actually, the very first one here is the first link in our show notes. It's from a Twitter feed from DC Drano, whom we love, by the way. He posts some great stuff. If you want a good follow, follow DC Drano over on Twitter. FBI Director Ray, the corrupt idiot head of the FBI confirms Joe Biden is under investigation for Ukrainian bribes by the U.S. attorney in Delaware. Then, once he realizes what he disclosed, he tries to backpedal. And as D.C. Drano says, why is this not front-page news? Did Joe Biden take uh, payments from Burisma or any other foreign companies as vice president, president, or private citizen Biden? 
as you may know, there is an ongoing investigation being led by the U.S. Attorney in Delaware, Mr. Weiss, appointed uh, by President Trump in the last administration that our Baltimore field office is working with, and I would refer you to, to him as to what, if anything, can be shared. So the president is under, um, he is now watch, watch him back, back it investigation. Up. I'm not going to confirm or speak to who is or isn't under investigation for what. I'm simply so going to tell So he's not you, under investigation? I didn't say that either. <laughs> uh, by longstanding department policy and practice, I'm I'll, not going to be confirming or denying I'll who is or isn't under investigation. <laughs> There you go. There you go. The first thing he said absolutely confirmed it. No doubt about it. This is from Real Clear Politics. Uh, that link also here. There's an ongoing investigation into Joe Biden led by the U.S. attorney in Delaware. His words right there. Same clip I just played for you. And uh, he testified at the White House hearing on Wednesday that Biden is under FBI investigation. Here is a transcript of what you just did. Let me, I'll read you the words again from Ray. As you may know, there is an ongoing investigation being led by U.S. Attorney in Delaware, Mr. Rice, appointed by President Trump in the last administration that our Baltimore field office is working with. And I would refer you to, to him as to what, if anything, can be shared full stop there you go and then when asked to clarify he tried to back it up or back up uh, and avoid it not working sorry you already said it dude you're an idiot i mean you know great it's good that you admitted it but there you go it's about time now will anything come from this investigation uh based on past history not mentioning any names, Hunter Biden, but I would guess um, probably not unless Congress wants to step up. Is Congress going to step up? Mm, probably not. Again, based on past history. It's just the facts, folks. Folks, look, please, please contact your Congress people. Tell them how you feel. Let them know there is a link in the bottom below where it says in today's show. There's a link down at the bottom of all the topics we're going to cover tonight that says contact your representative or something like that. Let, let them know how you feel. That'll get you to a government web, web page. You put in your zip code, whatever, and you can uh, find out who represents you. Not only that, but how to contact them, their email, their mailing address, their phone numbers. It's all there. Use it. Please use it. Let them know how you feel. It matters. I know you've all got jobs. You're all working all the time. You've got too much on your plate. You're trying to make ends meet. But just take five minutes, ten minutes at the most, and make a phone call. Drop an email. Let them know how you feel. Take a look at this from Conservative Brief. Oh, man, it just gets interestinger and interestinger. Documents reveal that outgoing Obama White House sought to torpedo the Trump administration. Absolutely no surprise there. Newly obtained documents indicate that at the time outgoing President Obama and Vice President Biden and their administration sought to hamper the incoming administration of president, then-president-elect Donald Trump in very significant ways. According to the Daily—you didn't hear this yet, did you? Yeah, you're hearing it now, and the link, if you want to read the whole article, is in our show notes. The Daily Signal, which got these documents from a Freedom of Information request uh, to the National Security Agency two years ago, show how much the D.C. elites— feared Trump, the Western Journal reported, in the 217 redacted pages, we see the coalescing of the effort to smear the incoming president as a Russian agent. According to the Daily Signal, the documents reveal that the Obama administration officials 
from Vice President Biden on down to several ambassadors, many officials in the Treasury Department, the Energy Department, had gained access to secret information about Lieutenant General Mike Flynn, whom we just talked about, President-elect Trump's choice for national security advisor. The documents consisted of unprocessed data which encompassed requests, various correspondence exchanged between these officials and the National Security Agency, NSA, from late November 2016 through January 2017. The collection encompasses emails exchanged among non-NSA officials explaining the rationale behind the sharing of the information. Trump, of course, unexpectedly defeated the Democrat, Clinton, hell-born Hillary. In May 2020, Rick Grinnell, serving as the acting director of the National Intelligence Agency at the time, declassified pertinent information and furnished Congress with a roster of individuals implicated in the unmasking of Flynn. Former three-star Army general served as head of the Defense Intelligence Agency under Obama. Flynn knew and knows it all. He knows where all the skeletons are hidden, which is why they had to do their best to get rid of him. Anyway, this article goes on, talks about all the dirty dealings and the nasty things that these two idiots and more in their administration, including ambassadors, were doing before they left office to undermine the Trump administration before it even got sworn in. This article is an eye-opener, and I strongly encourage you to read it. It's the third link in our show notes tonight as to uh, the stuff we're covering, and it's frightening stuff, very frightening stuff. All right, what else we got? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I love this lady. Got another cut for you. It's from the Citizen Free Press over on Twitter. Harriet Hagman. She is a no-nonsense, calls-it-like-she-sees-it lady, and I love her. Neither you nor the FBI have any legal authority to circumvent the First Amendment using a surrogate to do your dirty work. Yet, that is exactly what you've been doing. Take a listen to this. Uh, Director Wei, you and I both know that the federal government is forbidden from doing indirectly what it cannot do directly. In other words, neither you nor the FBI have any legal authority to circumvent the First Amendment by using a surrogate to do your dirty work. Yet that is exactly what you have been doing. The Bureau, under your watch, has been using proxies to violate the First Amendment. Were you the person who gave the orders to use these social media companies to violate the first that violate Americans' First Amendment rights? Again, I don't agree with your description of our engagement with so social who, media companies. So, so who made the decision to use social media companies as a proxy to suppress the First Amendment rights of American citizens? Because I don't believe that's what we did. I'm not sure there's anyone that would have made such a decision. Do you really expect the American public to believe that you were not involved in the decisions related to using social media companies to suppress the First Amendment rights of, of, of American citizens? I, I can't help what people will believe or not. I can only speak to what the facts are. <laughs> Harriet Hagman, love her to pieces. She does not put up with any crap. And this lying sack of poop, I'm just... You know. Could we just arrest him, please? I mean, impeach, whatever. Yeah, just just put him in cuffs, perp walk him, take him to jail, be done with him. He has ruined what used to be an amazing agency, and now it's just... The top is just absolute garbage. Okay, we're going to switch uh, gears here in just a bit and tell you about a New York University's racist workshop. Yep, <laughs> it's incredible. 
But we're going to tell you also about the most amazing coffee company in America, and that's because it does everything it can to support America, our conservative values. Blackout Coffee is the name of the game. They also support our troops. You see right there, at work, on duty, our troops, first responders, Blackout Coffee cares deeply about our American values, and this coffee company makes an absolutely incredible cup of coffee. But almost more importantly is the company itself, which is founded on the principles of conservative values, hard work, personal responsibility, family, respect, American values. That's what this company is all about. They care about two things, making good coffee and our good old traditional American values, which is another reason why you really should support them. You're also supporting our show, and we appreciate that very much. This coffee is amazing. It is pure American coffee. And just toss out that brown water you've been drinking. Pick yourself up a bag of blackout coffee. Use the link in our show notes, and you will get an incredible deal. And as if that's not enough... Check this out. We got your promo code. At checkout, use the promo code J20, J-A-Y-20, and you will get yourself 20% off your first order. Wow. How about that? J20 is the promo code. The link is in our show notes. It's the top link there in our show notes for Blackout Coffee. Do check them out because they are an incredible American company who supports our values and also makes a damn good cup of coffee. All right, get this one. New York University hosts an anti-racist workshop promoting equitable, powerful, multiracial communities. But the seminar is only open to white public school parents. What? Yeah, <laughs> not kidding. They hosted an anti-racist workshop that promoted building equitable, powerful, multiracial parent communities. And the series was only open to white public school parents, according to a Washington Free Beacon report. A now-removed NYU Steinhardt School of Culture, Education, and Human Development webpage. Page is gone. Can't find it anymore. They advertised the series titled From Integration to Anti-Racist, a six-month online event beginning in February. From uh, $360 bucks a person, workshop covered the impact of white supremacy and how to dismantle racist policies and practices in our schools and communities. Parents were also taught how internalized white superiority shows up in our actions, relationships, and institutions. Proceeds were to cover the expenses of the workshop and allocated toward justice work initiatives. And while the webpage did not explicitly state that it was for white parents only. It noted that the workshop was, quote, designed specifically for white public school parents in New York City, end quote. <laughs> so this anti-racist workshop was designed specifically for white public school parents only. Nice. As the Washington Free Beacon, The Blaze, all did stories about this. You'll find the links in our show notes. Yet another example of how they just don't get it. Are they just lying? I have to believe they're not in time. Well, maybe they are that stupid. I, you know, it's possible, I suppose. All right, here we go on the uh, climate. More, more evidence that probably won't surprise you because it's pretty obvious to anyone who's awake. I don't mean woke, I mean awake. The world's top scientists were told to cover up the fact 
that the Earth's temperature has not risen for the last 15 years. This whole climate change bullshit scam crap they put out there, a leaked UN report reveals the world's temperature has not changed in 15 years significantly. Politicians raising concerns about the final draft of the report uh, fear that findings will encourage deniers of man-made climate change. We're not deniers. It's just simply not true, and that's a fact. Scientists have been working on what they call the most authoritative study on climate change. They were urged to cover up the fact the world's temperature hasn't risen in 15 years. Compiled by hundreds of scientists, this leaked UN report shows politicians in Belgium, Germany, Hungary, and the United States raised concerns about the final draft. Published next week, it's expected to address the fact that 1998 was the hottest year on record and world temperatures have not exceeded it, which scientists so far really can't explain. The report, result of six years of work, wasted time and money, by the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which is seen as the world's authority on the extent of climate change and what's causing it, on which governments, including Britain's base, their green policies. But leaked documents that the AP saw reveals very deep concern among politicians about the lack of global warming over the last several years. Germany called for the references to the slowdown in warming to be deleted, saying looking at a time span of just 10 to 15 years was misleading, and they should focus on decades or centuries. Please do, because that'll just further prove to you that this climate change stuff is all complete, pure crap. Hungary worried the report would provide ammunition for deniers of climate change. Belgium offered to uh, objected rather to using the 98 uh, date as a starting year for statistics, as it was exceptionally warm and makes the graph look flat. So they suggested using 1999 or 2000. <laughs> Even the U.S. delegation weighed in, urging the authors of the report to explain away the lack of warming using the leading hypothesis among scientists that the lower warming is down to more heat being absorbed by the ocean, which has gotten hotter. They're all just fumbling because the report does not support their conspiracy theory, which it completely is, about this whole climate change crap. Read the whole article. It's actually very funny when you read it to see how these people are beside themselves to try and prove something that can't be proven because it doesn't exist. Keep fooling yourself. Keep making laws and regulations that ruin our lives, net zero, agenda 20, whatever the hell they pushed it to now. They just keep agenda 2020, agenda 2030, agenda 2040. I just keep moving the goalposts. The military is, now oh, you're going to love this one. This is not necessarily the military. It's actually the U.S. Senate. They are looking to slash military recruiting goals to avoid further lowering the standards to compensate for the huge decline in enlistment numbers. A multi-year effort to reverse the downward trend. Now look, part of this I can applaud. You're trying to... <laughs> you look at the headline... They're trying to reduce the goals of their recruiting efforts so they don't have to lower the standards. Now, that's not a bad idea, but there's 
obviously a bigger problem. If you have to lower anything, this is the military we're talking about. These are the people who put their lives on the line and defend this country. Why are you lowering anything? They released a draft policy on Tuesday, just a couple days ago, proposing cuts to military recruiting goals, like if they expected to recruit 250,000 people in a year, reduce that to 150,000 for fiscal 2024, and that's to avoid lowering the standards to compensate for declining enlistment numbers, which I can appreciate not wanting to lower the standards. But obviously you have a bigger problem, folks. Draft legislation found the Department of Defense's request and strengths were unattainable given the current recruiting challenges. For the Navy, the DOD requested goal of 347,000 active duty personnel. The committee revised it to 342,000. Similarly, instead of 324,700 Air Force troops, they suggested 320,000. All of that is just making our military weaker, while Miley and the rest of these moron idiots just keep doing everything, everything they can to make us have a woke military, which is doing absolutely nothing for our fighting men and women to teach them to defend this country. They've got a big problem. They're having a huge problem with recruitment. And they haven't figured out yet it's because nobody wants to join a military that's woke. Because that ain't what the military's all about. You want to read more about this? You can check it out in our show notes. It's down there. You can find out more about it. Be prepared to shake your head. There's been a lot of head shaking going on. You think China is not sitting back laughing at this crap? <clears throat> Excuse me, not only are they sitting back laughing at our military while they continue to train theirs to fight and defend their country. But now, according to the Epic Times in this article, they are perfecting their techno-totalitarianism for export to the entire world. This is a scary article. Not to Take a look. That according to Representative Gallagher. This is a scary article, folks. The Chinese Communist Party perfecting a techno-totalitarian regime they can export to the rest of the world. That's a warning from Representative Mike Gallagher, the Wisconsin Republican. The regime's worsening repression of faith was in the spotlight in a roundtable hearing that lawmakers hosted on July 12th, just a couple days ago. Yesterday, in fact. One key takeaway. Listen to this. Chairman, other panelists, the House Select Committee on the CCP said, is that such abuses do not stop at the Chinese border. Across the board, we have seen the Chinese Communist Party leverage access to their markets and their economic power, which is huge, in order to coerce American companies and international companies. The lawmaker made the comment in response to a question regarding a lawsuit against Cisco, California tech giant, aiding Beijing's persecution of the spiritual group Falun Gong which encourages people to live by the universal principles of truthfulness, compassion, and tolerance. What would be wrong with that? Cisco allegedly gave the regime U.S. technology and components that allowed it to build a huge surveillance network, allowed the CCP to build this network, over a dozen adherents, including one U.S. citizen of this Falun Gong, alleged the resulting system tracked their related activities online and led to their arrest and torture in China. There you go. Look at that. Look at the cameras. Surveillance cameras in Hangzhou in East China. Wow. Wow. 
They're everywhere. There's a million of them. This techno-totalitarian regime that the CCP is perfecting in China will not stay there. This model increasingly wants to be exported around the world. They are considering legislation to counter that. I would hope so. This is scary stuff. The whole article is in our show notes. Like I said, I always encourage you to read it, find out more, know the details, and get involved. As General Flynn said, the time is not now to sit back on your hunches and hope somebody else is going to do it. You need to do it. You need to get up off your duff and take action. Not violence, action. And especially if you're in California, I know California. California is our biggest head shaker of all. But it just doesn't stop. Who, seriously, the whole state cannot possibly be this stupid. And yet they keep electing these idiots. There was a child sex trafficking bill in California, and it failed. It failed. A bill that would have strengthened the penalties for repeat offenders convicted of sexually trafficking children failed to pass the Assembly Public Safety Committee just two days ago. Only two Republican members voted in favor of the measure. It was authored by Senator Shannon Grove from Bakersfield, a Republican, of course. Senate Bill 14 passed the Senate with unanimous bipartisan support and would have added repeat sexual trafficking of minors to the state's list of serious felonies, making the crime a strikeable offense under California's three strikes law mandates a sentence of 25 to life for those convicted of three strikes. The sponsor of the bill, Ms. Grove, said, I am profoundly disappointed that committee Democrats could not bring themselves to support the bill with their stubborn and misguided objection to any penalty increase regardless of how heinous the crime. Human trafficking of children is a growing tragedy that disproportionately targets minority girls. And California is a hotbed because of our lenient penalties. There is Shannon Grove, the sponsor of this bill. It's just like these idiots, CNN, MSNBC, Media Matters, who are coming out and trying to discourage people from seeing the sound of freedom. Why would you want people not to see this film? How could you, in all consciousness, not, what would be your argument for not supporting a bill that would increase the penalties for child sex trafficking? Are you freaking kidding me? What? Defend yourself. You can't, because there is absolutely no defense for not supporting this bill. This is insane. California, get out. I know, you got a life, everything else going on, it's very difficult to do, but seriously, folks, if you value your family, your life, get out. And you think uh, this child trafficking thing is all just a conspiracy theory? Well, take a look at this video. It's a post from um, Twitter, but you've got to see this to believe it. This is some sort of, I don't know what it is or where it is, a video of children being found in the back, oh, in London. Beyond tragic. Take a look. The sound is just ambient sound, so you don't really need to hear anything. But take a look at this video. This is some sort of a tow truck or forklift. There is the truck full of whatever, and there are the children that were hidden in the truck 
being rescued at, look at that, maybe six, seven, eight years old. There's an even younger one. These children are being pulled from the back of this truck at what looks like some sort of dock. I don't know, it looks like a pyramid in the background, but this is in London. Take a look at this. I'm sure nobody wants this footage to get out, but here it is. Links in our show notes. That's what, two, three, four? There's another another some coming. This looks like maybe an older... And I think these were all girls, if I'm not mistaken. Video of children being found in the back of a truck in London. Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable. And you, again, you deniers out there, you conspiracy theorists, we're turning this thing around, folks. You're the conspiracy theorist now if you believe this stuff isn't happening. You couldn't be more wrong. Couldn't be more wrong. Fight back, please. Do everything you can short of violence to fight back against these sick, perverted pedophiles. And also these unelected morons who are trying to control your life. That includes the WEF and the WHO. Mislav Kolosukusik. Do you know who that is? Christian Turhis. And Virginie Joran, Professor Matthias Desmet, and Christine Anderson. I am in love with this lady. Take a look at what she had to say to the WHO. We are going to fight you every step of the way. We're here today to tell you. WHO, globalitarian misanthropists, we are here today to tell you. You picked this fight. You wanted this fight. Well, guess what? You've got it. <laughs> Let's fight. Because these brave citizens, my colleagues and I, we will not tire to fight you every step of the way. These brave seven citizens and millions and millions more around the world. These are the people you will have to reckon with from now on. Because we are millions, millions around the world. It is you that is the small French minority. You are the ones who do not have the right to dictate to the people what they want and what they don't want. So take it from me, take it from us, take it from these seven citizens who gathered here today, take it from the millions and millions of people around the world. We will bring you down and we will not tire until we have done just that. Yes. Ha! That's fantastic. Wow. The link to that very powerful speech is in our show notes. Share it out there. Like I said, I love it when I see something that shows fighting back and winning. And these are the kind of people we need representing us. These are the kind of people we need to get up in their faces and say, nope, that's it, no more. We are not putting up with this crap. Mm, insane. I love it. All right, got one more for you. This is, oh, man. When I take uh, Miko, she's our little Shiba Inu baby. We do an update at the beginning of every show about Miko. Um, she's about three and a half years old. Whenever I take her out for a walk, after she's, you know, something, a car scared her, a motorcycle drove by or something, she always comes up to me and sniffs me. And I think to myself, I think too much, <laughs> but I think to myself, she's probably just remembering my smell so that, you know, make sure it's me. And when I think too much, I think about, my God, could you imagine if you had a dog that were blind? How, how? I mean, my hat is off. My heart goes out to people who take care of these dogs who are, thankfully, Miko is pretty much in the best of health. She's had a few medical problems in her life so far, but for the most part, she's doing great. But I think about 
these folks who adopt purposely adopt dogs who are missing a leg or two legs or are blind or deaf and dealing with that i mean because you love your dog i would hope you love your dog your pets and you would do anything and everything to make their life better and i found this and it's <laughs> it's heartwarming and tearing at the same time this dog is blind and its owner and was very afraid to walk around because it was afraid it was going to bump into things of course can you imagine being a dog going around the house and never you know you're blind well take a look at what this guy did he created this device for his dog and you see here this is a this circle is attached to a, a collar a brace on the dog's chest and watch what happens when it walks around take a look see it bang it knocks into that and the dog knows there's a wall there moves over heads this way up oh, look at that this dog is blind and that is absolutely oh man i'm i'm tearing up watching this what an absolutely brilliant invention to let that dog feel a little more comfortable in its life that's absolutely amazing that that is wow a simple little video, simple little device, but to make a pet's life better, there is no greater purpose. Wow, that's amazing. Glad I got to share that. All right, <clears throat> you ready? <clears throat> we read books on our show, if you don't know that already. In the past, we've done all kinds of great uh, children's classic books. Uh, the Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan, Alice in Wonderland, The Little Prince. And now we've switched things up a little bit, moved on to George Orwell's 1984. Because, folks, we're living in those times. Chapter 17, Winston got a hold of a copy of Goldstein's book, which talks all about the system of things. And that's why Chapter 17 is a huge chapter, because it's mostly reading Goldstein's book. And it's an eye-opener, too. We're just talking about DoubleThink, Newspeak, all the fun of that. And so we're going to continue on with, again, Chapter 17 of George Orwell's very prophetic 1984. In Newspeak, it's called DoubleThink, though DoubleThink comprises much else as well. DoubleThink means the power of holding two Two contradictory beliefs in one's mind simultaneously and accepting both of them. Now, the party intellectual knows in which direction his memory must be altered. He therefore knows that he's playing tricks with reality. But by the exercise of double-think, he also satisfies himself that reality is not violated. The process has to be conscious or wouldn't be carried out with sufficient precision. But it also has to be unconscious, or it would bring with it a feeling of falsity and hence of guilt. Doublethink lies at the very heart of Ingsoc, since the essential act of the party is to use conscious deception while retaining the firmness of purpose that goes with complete honesty. To deliberately lie, while genuinely believing in those lies, to forget any fact that's become inconvenient, and then, when it becomes necessary again to draw it back from oblivion for just so long as it's needed, to deny the existence of object reality, and all the while to take account of the reality which one denies. All of this is indispensably necessary. Even in using the word double-think, it's necessary to exercise double-think. For by using the word, one admits that one is tampering with reality. By a fresh act of double-think, one erases this knowledge and so on indefinitely. With the lie always one leap ahead of the truth. 
Ultimately, it is by means of doublethink that the party's been able, and may for all we know continue to be able, for thousands of years to arrest the course of history. All past oligarchies have fallen from power either because they ossified or because they grew soft. Either they became stupid and arrogant, failed to adjust themselves to changing circumstances, and were overthrown, or they became liberal, cowardly, made concessions when they should have used force, and once again, they were overthrown. They fell, that is to say, either through consciousness or unconsciousness. It is the achievement of the party to have produced a system of thought in which both conditions can exist simultaneously, and upon no other intellectual basis could the dominion of the party be made permanent. If one is to rule and continue ruling, one must be able to dislocate that sense of reality. For the secret of rulership is to combine a belief in one's own infallibility with the power to learn from past mistakes. It need hardly be said that the subtlest practitioners of doublethink are those who invented doublethink and know it is a vast system of mental cheating. In our society, those who have the best knowledge of what's happening are also those who are the furthest from seeing the world as it is. In general, the greater the understanding, the greater the delusion. The more intelligent, the less sane. One clear illustration is this fact that the war hysteria increases in intensity as one rises in the social scale. Those whose attitude toward the war are most nearly rational are the subject peoples of the disputed territories. To these people, the war is simply a continuous calamity which sweeps to and fro over the bodies like a tidal wave. Which side is winning is a matter of complete indifference to them. They're aware that a change of overlordship means simply they'll be doing the same work as before for new masters who treat them in the same manner as the old ones. The slightly more favored workers, whom we call the proles, are only intermittently conscious of the war. When it's necessary, they can be prodded into frenzies of fear, hatred. But when left to themselves, they are capable of forgetting for long periods that the war is even happening. It is in the ranks of the party and above all of the inner party, that the true war enthusiasm is found. World conquest is believed in most firmly by those who know it to be impossible. This particular peculiar linking together of opposites, knowledge with ignorance, cynicism with fanaticism, is one of the chief distinguishing marks of oceanic society. The official ideology abounds with contradictions, even when there's no practical reason for them. Thus, the party rejects, vilifies, every principle for which the socialist movement originally stood, and it chooses to do this in the name of socialism. It preaches a contempt for the working class, unexampled for centuries past. It dresses its members in a uniform which was at one time peculiar to manual workers and was adopted for that reason. It systematically undermines the solidarity of the family, and it calls its leader by a name which is a direct appeal to the sentiment of family loyalty. Even the names of the four ministries by which we are governed exhibit a sort of impotence in their deliberate reversal of the facts. The Ministry of Peace concerns itself with war. The Ministry of Truth with lies. The Ministry of Love with torture. And the Ministry of Plenty with starvation. These contradictions are not accidental.
nor do they result from ordinary hypocrisy. They are deliberate exercises in doublethink. For it's only by reconciling contradictions that power can be retained indefinitely. In no other way could the ancient cycle be broken. If human equality is to be forever averted, if the high, as we call them, are to keep their places permanently, then the prevailing mental condition must be controlled insanity. But there's one question which, until this moment, we've almost ignored. It is, why should human equality be averted? Supposing the mechanics of the process have been rightly described, what is the motive for this huge, accurately planned effort to freeze history at a particular moment in time? Here we reach the central secret. And here is where we're going to cut it off for tonight, and we will continue with George Orwell's 1984 Tomorrow Night Stream. All right, man. This book, I'm telling you, it is absolutely amazing. I, I, being honest with you, I told you before a few times, I've never read the whole book. My first time now reading with you. And I don't pre-read ahead. I read this. I discover it as I'm reading it live with you. And it's, it's amazing. Absolutely prophetic and amazing. Wow. So, hope you enjoyed that. We'll continue tomorrow night. And, uh, yeah. Hey, be sure to check out all of our sponsors. Uh, Skillshare, BarkBox, uh, Blackout Coffee. Uh, the best online VPN, NordVPN. We get special deals for you. They are all down there in our show notes. And right over here is a follow button. If you wouldn't mind, just take one second, click that. Or if you're on your phone, hit it with your thumb or your index finger. Just click the follow button. It's right over here. Helps out the show. It's free for you, and it uh, doesn't cost anything. It really does help the show out a lot. We appreciate it. All right, that's going to do it. I will see you all again tomorrow. Snort. <laughs>